Welcome everyone, this is the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's 30, if you can't count, that's 31 movies celebrating the greatest genre of them all, the greatest experimentational platform of them all, the greatest young filmmaker discoverer of them all. It is horror, 31 days coming at you. Look out, ghouls and ghosts, it gets spooky. Alright everyone, coming out of that intro hot, this is what I call the telethon portion of the podcast. This is where I pitch myself to you for your support. Your support means everything to me because we're, we're, we're fighting. The AKA Pad Army is fighting against algorithms everywhere algorithms I, I ate some cereal earlier today i dumped it into my bowl and it was full of algorithms okay bad joke all right sharing this podcast telling your friends about it leaving comments leaving reviews this is how we grow aka pads audio audacity your support there is more valuable than than than, than anything other than like a high five in person because i'd love a high five in person Welcome back to the 31 Days of Dread. I am Peter A. DeLuca, your boy, your host, a.k.a. the Eclectic One, a.k.a. the Hot Sauce. Here we go. We're talking the 2004 Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, if you're into a, uh, a long pause and you don't know what I'm talking about, well, either did I. This was a random Amazon Prime click. I, 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 I was like 2004, I'm like, I saw that, I'm like, what? There wasn't a Frankenstein movie that I was aware of in 2004. And then, then I saw the director, Marcus Nispel. He's like one of my favorites. So it was completely surprising. Two viewings later, I'm here to talk to you about it. This movie is a made for USA Network movie premiered October 10th, 2004, starring Vincent Perez. You know who he is, right? Parker Posey. How about Adam Goldberg? How about Michael Madsen? How about Dean Koontz? His version, this take, this update on Frankenstein, or like continuation of Frankenstein, led into a movie, a projected series, and a comic book series. And I remember when the comic book series came out. At the time. Look, look we're, we're meshing things together. But I was confused about the 2004 um, comic book. And the 2014 I Frankenstein. I thought they were all Dean Koontz. I thought they were all the same. Uh, the Dabble Brothers. I believe it was drawn by Brett Booth. These are the people behind the comic book. Yeah, so what? why is this awesome? Why is this special? Why is this a much watch for you? Very, very simple. Look, I say this a lot. If we just remade Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, you know, I spoke about the, um, the Kenneth Branagh movie a couple years ago, if you all don't remember that. 
and you know we apply it to uh, you know old timey stuff people running around with rags lots of wood okay you you see my point and we can put people in these roles we can put capable beautiful actors and actresses in these roles but there's a level of interest that erodes there's a level of connection that's not there now that doesn't mean versions like realistic um throwback versions are not going to be attempted they will always be attempted but the updates the updates are the big news because here here's the thing things have to look fresh they have to look new they have to move at a certain speed they visually they have to be there this is what's going to carry on the idea the franchise this is what's going to go forward i mean if you don't understand the brilliance of the tom holland andrew garfield amazing spider-man or the robert patterson the batman to what they're actually doing to the longevity of these characters then you don't understand how to sustain the property in the public consciousness how to sustain something within the culture you just don't get it this movie is a made for tv movie so it's gonna be a little bit rough the editing the pacing it, you're you're designing it around five commercial breaks it's rough we're also smashing a movie uh, a novel down into a singular narrative this is a part of a five novel series by the way frankenstein prodigal son city of night dead and alive lost souls and dead town the whole premise for this movie is that dr frankenstein never died he continued to work he himself is somewhat immortal his creations are immortal and he's getting better and better and better and his goal is to create a whole new human race and he's getting closer by the day closer by the project closer by the experiment and we have the original monster basically trying to stop him basically trying to stop him down with modern day detectives modern day means that's adam goldberg that's parker posey along the way we have marcus nispel this dude okay he directed a crap load of movies i mean crap load of music videos his dp daniel pearl they've collaborated so many times Marcus Nispel, 2003, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Awesome. Visually amazing. 2004, Frankenstein. Visually awesome. 2007, Pathfinder. This movie's been on my radar for a while. It is a bucket list movie. I haven't seen it. 2009, I said this, I'm pretty sure I said this a year ago. Friday the, the 13th. His update on Friday is number one. The best shot, the best looking Friday ever. The best Jason Voorhees has ever looked on camera. It's a reboot that is amazing. But yet, the internet doesn't like it. 2011. I believe this was the movie that broke him. We have the Conan the Barbarian update. And I remember being very disappointed. I'm even visually with this movie. I don't know why. It never landed. I've tried watching it more than once. I've tried coming to it with a different approach. It just never works. And then 2015, Exter, 
I haven't seen. And and that's it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Did he reti- He must have retired. Marcus Nispel is just gone. He's gone. <laughs> and it's so sad because his movies are amazing. They look... I l- love visually his movies. I, I can just stare at them all day. Especially, especially Friday the 13th. Texas Chainsaw is right there. So there was immediate interest. And then along the way, in the opening credits, we have uh, Executive Produced by Martin Scorsese. So it's like, what is happening (laughs) with this movie? I never even saw, never even heard of. And like, that's the idea. Um, This is a part of why I love The 31 Days of Dread. This is why you should love it too. We're exploring all of these things together. Some Some of them we're exploring almost real time like we're we're sharing it and people this movie it's available on amazon prime if you want a great example of how to move a franchise you know we technically we can call frankenstein a franchise if you want to see what you can do with it how you can move it forward how you can bring it into the modern day what some of these requirements are you know it might shed some light it might make you look towards the J.J. Abrams Star Trek in a different light. It's going to make you look at Star Wars Force Awakens into a different light. Why? Because we have to take different approaches. We have to try and uh, sexify and update these ideas and these concepts. And it is perfectly okay if we tread old water. But here's the thing. This Frankenstein, by the end of the story, Right, like by the time we roll the credits, we're in a different place, and we understand what the next moves are. It's it's a complete success as of a story. Now along the way, we have these restrictions, we have these constraints of the format, but I would say made for TV movies. Th- this is one of the better ones. Uh, Michael Madsen plays this like this serial killer, and he's freaking scary. He's he's scary tying people up. Uh, ripping out organs, uh, tying people to uh, toilet bowls, uh, running around with razor blades. It's crazy. And along the way, we have an absolute exploration and divergence of Frankenstein, meaning the crazy person, the monster in Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster. I love that take. I love that take, and I don't want to take away from I Frankenstein because I freaking love that one too. I Frankenstein would be number two as of just hey, what do we do with an update? And like, like both of these, this and I Frankenstein needed sequels. They needed updates. They needed um, these threads had to have been explored. And that's uh, watching this, you see the potential. You get upset that it was never fulfilled. It doesn't matter what the ratings were, but sometimes. As an executive, you have to make a call. You have to make a move, and that is like that's it. And you, but hey, these networks are valuable and profitable for a long time for these reasons. They know when 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 to cut. They know when to experiment. They know when experiments are over, and that's fine too. But I really would have liked to have seen more from this. I would have liked to have seen a, like a TV show marching towards this epic confrontation of the monster and dr frankenstein with an army of frankensteins created by the doctor i just think that is so freaking cool everyone 31 days of dread feel free to check this one out 
I love you. Tomorrow, I don't care. I'm doing it. We're doing Scream 1, 2, and 3. The greatest horror trilogy of them all. Let's do this. And to continue this telethon, we're not talking about high fives. There's other ways to support me. I, I'm a living professional. I'm a full-time freelancer. Anything you see on this, like here on this podcast or see my social media, I, I make everything. It's all made by me. That's a part of my pitch to you. And you can purchase professional services through akapad.com. That's a pipeline to me if you want to send me a message. But also while you're there, you can sign up for my newsletter. You're going to get deals. You're going to get coupons. You're going to get two free trading cards mailed to you free worldwide. And there are two Wolfpack trading cards, two original characters, you know, for upcoming comic book work. And speaking of comic books, you can go to Etsy, type in Uzi Susie, and that's where you're going to find my mini comic. You can purchase existing issues and pre-order upcoming issues along with bundles if you missed any like issue one, two, or three or whatever. There, Uzi Susie is waiting for you. And keep an eye on Indiegogo. A lot of my bigger comic book projects will be available through Indiegogo. All of those updates will be here on this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, I'll let you know. We can rock and roll from there. So everyone... Thank you so much and feel free to reach out to me on social media, aka pad69, Instagram, and Xbox. That's right, you can play Halo with me. Just straight up aka pad on Twitter, straight up aka pad on the Facebook. My business page is there, my personal page is there. Hey, be a personal friend of mine. I don't care. Let's talk movies, let's talk creativity, let's talk fun, and just who cares? Do you like, you know, the Transformer movies? I love them. We can talk about that all night. So meet me there and we'll rock and roll. Let's get talking. We got a movie to discuss.